sun in my face. Hello, you make, who make the morning and spread it over the fields and into the faces of tulips and the nodding morning glories and into the windows of even the miserable and the crotchety. <laughs> Best preacher that ever was, dear star, that just happens to be where you are in the universe to keep us from every darkness, to ease us with a warm touching, to hold us in the great hands of light. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Watch now how we start the day in happiness and in kindness. And Crystal has a time for all ages for us. I want to invite anybody else who is young at heart that wants to come forward and join us this morning. I am going to make these young people work. <laughs> if any of you remember me, I've done that before. So good morning. Today and this month, we are talking about joy. Does anybody know what joy is? Yes. Happiness. Happiness. Oh, that was what Ben was going to say. Anybody else? How else would you describe it? Yeah. Bliss. Bliss. Yes. You could have written my sermon for me. Yes. <laughs> Excitement. Yes. Drama. Drama. Hmm. <laughs> that can be joyous. Yes. There might, there's other definitions for that, but yes. Excellent. Well, in order to show all of these folks who are sitting out here, I want you guys to help me show joy this morning, okay? So if you will, I'm going to ask you to stand back up, and we're going to turn around and face everybody out here. We're going to sing a song, and those of you who have heard me sing know that you want to sing along because my voice is not great. <laughs> this morning, we are going to sing, If You're Joyful and You Know It. Are you all familiar with that song? I want you to fan out a little bit and give each other some space. And you guys are going to do all the motions for everybody out here. And feel free to sing along. All right. If you're joyful and you know it, clap your hands. If you're joyful and you know it, clap your hands. If you're joyful and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're joyful and you know it, clap your hands. If you're joyful and you know it and you really want to show it, if you're joyful and you know it, do all four. Clap your hands, stomp your feet, shout hooray, make a funny face. Oh, look at the joy in this room. Good job. I knew you all could do this. I invite us all to please stand and form our arch as we sing our children out. Thank you all so much. <laughs>
reading from Osho. I have heard an old Zen monk. He was on his deathbed. The last day had come, and he declared that on that evening, he would be no more. So followers, disciples, friends started coming. He had many lovers. They all started coming. From far and wide, people gathered. One of his old disciples, when he heard that the master was going to die, ran to the market. Somebody asked, the master is dying in his hut. Why are you going to the market? The old disciple said, I know that my master loves a particular type of cake, so I am going to purchase the cake. Now, it was difficult to find the cake, but by the evening, somehow he managed. He came running with the cake. And everybody was worried. It was as if the master was waiting for someone. He would open his eyes and look and close his eyes again. When the disciple came, he said, Okay, so you have come. Where is the cake? The disciple produced the cake, and he was very happy that the master asked about it. Dying, the master took the cake in his hand, but his hand was not trembling. So somebody asked, you are so old and just on the verge of dying. The last breath is soon to leave you, but your hand is not trembling. The master said, I never tremble because there is no fear. My body has become old, but I am still young. And I will remain young even when my body is gone. Then he took a bite, started munching the cake. And then somebody asked, what is your last message, master? You will be leaving us soon. What do you want us to remember? The master smiled and said, ah, this cake is delicious. This is the man who lives in the here and now. This cake is delicious. Even death is irrelevant. The next moment is meaningless. This moment, this cake is delicious. If you can be in this moment, this present moment, this presentness, then only can you love. Ah, this cake is delicious. Osho is a spiritual teacher, and he shared that story in his book, Courage, the Joy of Living Dangerously. In it, he talks about living with fear and about developing a deep sense of courage to face that fear while moving through the world. He used this particular story to highlight that joy is one of those things that helps make it possible, possible for us to do so. Living into a moment of joy, relishing the sweetness of the present moment, enlivens us. 
It moves within us, allowing our hearts to expand and the beauty of the moment to wash over us. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't often hear people talk about joy. Happiness, maybe. More often, I hear talk of anger, of disappointment, sadness, loss, fear, but not so often joy. And I wonder why that is. What is it that keeps us from truly, deeply sinking into the feelings of joy when they arise? What keeps us from talking about joy and sharing joy with one another and openly expressing joy? The science director at Stanford University's Center for Compassion and Altruism, Emma Sapala, writes, Researchers have identified two main tendencies that keep us from experiencing, extending, and expanding our joy. The negativity bias and habituation. The negativity bias refers to our mind's innate tendency to give more weight to the negative. We tend to remember and focus more on negative experiences. Habituation refers to the fact that while we receive boosts of happiness, over time, we get used to these experiences and they no longer have the same effect. She goes on to claim that we are often reluctant to talk about our good fortune because we don't want to show off, or maybe we don't want to jinx it, or maybe we feel guilty that good things are happening for us while others are suffering. Perhaps this is why we so seldom talk about joy. Perhaps it has something to do with our individual personality traits or how our lives are busy, filled with work and family and social commitments. Or maybe, as Osho suggests, it's a symptom of the disease fear I believe breathing into joy, accepting the freshness and exhilaration that comes with happiness, awakening and fully living our humanity, complete with silliness, laughable mistakes, thrills, pleasure, and of course, abundant love. It is here we experience a fullness, a strengthening. It is in joy where we discover a bolstering of our confidence and honing of our flourishing skills. I believe it's joy that causes our lungs to expand farther and deeper so that each successive breath nourishes and sustains us that much more beautifully. Ah, this cake is delicious. Many of you know who have known me from my time interning here at Northlake know I recently graduated from seminary. And as a graduation present, my mother and I just vacationed in Alaska. If you've been there, you know the beauty of the state. Anybody? I see a couple head nods. 
Yes, mountains and trees and water and fresh air and so much wildlife, it was amazing. At one point during our trip, when we were out on a touring boat, and I should probably stop here and tell you that I was thinking about joy on the entire vacation because I knew I would speaking, be speaking to you today about joy. <laughs> it was on this boat that we saw a pod of orcas swimming nearby. I counted at least 12 different ones that surfaced while other stunned tourists and I snapped pictures and oohed and awed. They were spectacular to watch, rolling and splashing, so majestic. Lucky for us, the captain stopped the boat a while so we could take it in. When we finally left the area and the pod was no longer in sight, I sat down, awestruck. I was filled with so much joy from that experience. My facial muscles started to feel strained because I couldn't stop smiling so big. <laughs> it was such a joyous experience. And now I share this story with you for two reasons. One, I hope you can feel a little of the joy that seeing those whales meant for me in me telling you the story. Every time I think about that experience, which was only less than two weeks ago, and especially when I tell other people about it, those feelings of elation and excitement bubble up in me and I remember what that joy felt like. And two, I mentioned the fact that we stopped. Now we weren't on a whale watching tour. This was just very fortunate happenstance because of where we were. The captain maintained a safe, respectable distance from the orcas, but most importantly, he stopped the boat. We had a schedule. We were expected to get back to shore by a certain time and we had already made another unscheduled stop earlier in our trip. But the captain made the decision to stop the boat and witness to the beauty and majesty of these animals. What a gift. How often do you do, you do that when you come upon a moment of joy? How often do you stop your boat and fully drink in all that you are experiencing? Really relish in the time spent with a friend laughing, soak up the happiness of playing with a child or listening to an elder share stories? When joy comes to you, do you stop for it? Do you make time for it? Does it ever take precedent over your responsibilities, over your negative emotions? Now, there are many things in life that we don't control, but there are times that we can stop our boat and be present with the joy in the moment. A deep breath in, letting the air fill our lungs to capacity. Ah. This cake is delicious. One of my favorite stories of my beloved grandmother in the last few weeks of her life was when her minister came to visit. She was in and out of consciousness during this time. At the bedside, the minister 
talked with the family, and prayed over her. And then he began the words of institution for Holy Communion, the Christian sacrament with the bread and the grape juice. While he was speaking, Grandma opened her eyes, looked at him, and stated firmly, You've said enough. It's time for some ice cream. <laughs> of course, everyone in the room was stunned by the outburst from this otherwise lovely, kind, gentle little old woman. And I will share with you that after communion, she did get that ice cream. <laughs> But now our family has that fun memory of this feisty woman making her desires known. In fact, everyone who attended her funeral got to hear the story and share in the jo joyous humor of it. And I'm glad that some of you all thought that was funny this morning. You've said enough. It's time for some ice cream. Let's just hope that you're not sitting there saying, Crystal, you've said enough. It's time for some coffee. <laughs> Remembering a story like this, or an experience like seeing the whales, conjures a resurgence of those feelings of joy. I believe our lungs have muscle memory. When we remember what it's like to take in those deep, fulfilling breaths, our lungs follow in line. And they can conform to new expanses as we open ourselves to inviting more joy. The more we breathe in, the more we prepare ourselves for future joy. Remembering and rejoicing helps keep us healthy. George Valiant, a Harvard Medical School professor of psychiatry, says that joy is more complex than mere happiness. Joy is all about our connection to others. It's subconscious, stemming from the part of the brain concerned with controlling emotions. Joy involves little cognitive awareness. You just feel good without thinking about it. But it's more enduring than happiness. Valiant describes joy as that warm, fuzzy feeling you get when you hear your child's laughter, embrace your sweetheart, or cuddle a puppy. I felt joy, that kind of joy this morning when Minette came in and gave me a big hug and was happy to see me. I, such joy. Sorry to call you out, but... <laughs> I think it's safe to assume that everyone here has, exper has experienced joy at some point in your lifetime. Your, your definition of joy might not be the same as the person sitting next to you. Yet I suspect that you have felt what were some of the words the kids used earlier? Elation, bliss, happiness, excitement, pleasure. Since I made the kids work earlier, I'm going to ask you all to work now. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to remember an instance where you felt joy. Think of a time that you were filled with exuberance even if you didn't name that feeling as joy at the time. I'm going to share a few common experiences that might stir something for you. Once you have something in mind, notice where you feel the feelings in your body. You can stay with one experience, 
or switch to another as we go on. The point is really to get in touch with the feelings you felt when you experienced that moment of joy. We're excavating them so we can relish in them once again. To get us started, here is a clip from one of my favorite songs that hopefully will bring you into thinking about a moment of joy for yourself. This song always evokes joy in me when I hear it. It's Life Goes to the Party by Benny Goodman. for a long time that you haven't seen. Hugging a loved one. Meeting a newborn baby. Kissing your beloved. Health and healing after illness or injury. Maybe the happy ending of a book or a movie. The sunset. What effect did this moment have on your body? How does it feel as you remember it in your chest, in your stomach? What thoughts does it conjure? How did you feel after the moment was over? With whom did you share that moment of joy or the story about it? As you allow yourself to sink into the memory of those feelings, I invite you to take a deep breath in and let it out. Again, deep breath in and out. And again, deep breath in and let it out. Thank you. As Linda mentioned earlier, I encourage everyone to stay after the service for refreshments and to share your moments of joy stories with one another. Sharing these with others is like exercising to strengthen our lungs. We increase our oxygen intake 
pump blood through our system faster, build up those muscles, and our capacity for joy increases. So I leave you this morning with asking, what is the role of joy in your life? Do you recognize joy when it shows up? Welcome it? Make space for it? Relish in it? Then remember it. Remember those feelings and share it. Abolitionist and women's rights activist Sojourner Truth famously said, life is a hard battle anyway, and if we laugh and sing a little as we fight the good fight of freedom, it makes it all go easier. So, now your work isn't done. If you're joyful and you know it, Clap your hands, stomp your feet, shout hooray, hooray, make a funny face. Ah! <laughs> this cake is delicious. Amen and blessed be.